Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is an honor to be with you on this day before Election Day here in America and right here in Oregon. Yeah, that's how some people... Say it just like the Willamette Valley. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, folks. Um, so what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Hmm? Got any idea? What happens across the country? What happens in Oregon? Is there really a blue wave? Would love to get your prognostications. Yeah, no kidding. If you want to call today... And tell me what you think is going to happen. Not just what you're seeing. Tell me. Now, let's say, for instance, that Republicans win big all across the country. What do you think happens? Hmm? What do conservatives do? Not just Republicans, folks. You know, there's there's a interesting story in the Gateway Pundit about um, where is it here? Thought um, I just read it a little while ago. Um, that in Arizona, Blake Masters is the non-endorsed by Mitch McConnell, but endorsed by Donald Trump, candidate for the Senate, U.S. Senate seat there, is running against Mark Kelly, former astronaut, his wife is Gabby's Giffords, and he he ran that all the way to the to the Senate. Or maybe that's a Liberty Daily story, which is it? I thought it was interesting. He said he said that he's going to win without Mitch McConnell's money. Now, Mitch McConnell is a rhino. There's no question about it. He needs to be history. Been in Washington, D.C. way too long. But let me ask you this. And Kathy, hang on. I'll get to you in a second. Folks, I, I am asking you what your prognostications are for tomorrow's elections across America and the outcome. 
503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. So, somebody else that needs to be careful is Donald Trump. Now, Trump made that um, that comment about Ron DeSanctimonious. What? Well, he cleared it up in his rally. I mean, he got hammered by a bunch of conservatives. I mean, this is just Trump being Trump, but he's sending a little bit of a warning shot across the bow of Ron DeSantis. But he said in his Miami rally yesterday, He cleared the air about his comments made the day before in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. In Miami, he said, you're going to elect DeSantis as your governor. All right. And he urged Floridians to vote for Ron DeSantis. Quote, the people of Florida are going to reelect the wonderful, the great friend of mine, Marco Rubio, to the United States Senate. And they're going to elect reelect. Ron DeSantis as your governor of this state. Now, why would he do that? Hmm? Why would he dare to call Ron DeSantis Ron DeSanctimonious? Well, I'm going to tell you why, and this came from a friend of mine who is a friend of Dr. Frank. And I'm going to get into that in a moment. Trump needs to be careful here, but conservatives also need to remember what Ron DeSantis has not done, especially after this election we're going to have tomorrow night. Linda writes an email. By the way, you want to send me an email. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news, and I will do my best to read it on the air. You just have to make sure you get it to me in time before the end of the show. The, the email from Linda said, I was surprised when I got a message from the Lynn County Republicans last night. The message was asking for volunteers, and one of the jobs would be to pick up ballots for people who request it and deliver them to be counted. Isn't that ballot harvesting? I didn't know Oregon allowed that. Probably got the same message, so I looked it up. Sure enough, 30 states allowed, and Oregon is one of them. That's right. We've allowed ballot harvesting for a very long time. It is one of the ways the left has perfected the steel. And I have a great uh, story about that for you, too, that broke over the weekend out of Portland with Antifa. But we got to go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Your thoughts on uh, how do you think this election is going to play out, huh? Well... I'm not Nostradamus, so I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. Okay. Um, But what I'm hoping happens, if uh, we win big federally, um, is I hope that we stop this um, hemorrhaging of the money. And that's really what's on my mind is economic. What, what, what do you mean hemorrhaging of the money? Are you talking about federal spending that's out of control? Yes. Okay. 
I think we got to so, bring in stuff. Oh, go ahead. So I completely agree with you, but I'm going to tell you from a from an electoral standpoint, nobody cares. That might blow you away, Kathy. I mean, you care because you can think. I care because I can think. Most of the people in this audience care because they can think. They can see the handwriting down the road. But right now, nobody cares about it. You know what people care about? They care about inflation. They care about crime. They care about homelessness. Those are the things they care about when it comes to an election. But in the long run, you're well, right. It, well, and part of it is getting our... Um, be providing our own gas and oil and all of that. I mean, that's that's going to solve it. That's going to solve the high prices at the grocery store is to get our own oil back on track. So it's just the whole thing. Does that make Well, sense? you're right. I mean, but it, I mean, it uh, is, uh, it just extends so much further beyond than just spending. Well, it yeah. Is, it, it, I mean, it's everything. It's like uh, critical race theory being taught in schools. It's forced vaccination, shutting down our businesses, shutting down our churches and our synagogues and our mosques. I mean, we just, mm -hmm. just go on and on and on. It's about eliminating our right to own a gun or even buy a gun. Right. It is so much more. America's that truly is at a turning point. There's no question about it. Thank you, Kathy. So I, I was, appreciate your thoughts today. Can I tell That's you something? Kathy. Yeah, sure. Go. I go was quick. reading on Twitter that um, somebody heard uh, Mitch McConnell saying that he was going to retire if he's replaced as Speaker. Best thing I that thought could is ever that we had to have done. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the best thing that ever happened. Thank you, Kathy. Uh -huh. um, Northwest Observer, by the way, has it's all about the elections. Okay, I mean we're you know we've got this big election night broadcast tomorrow night, and the impact of what happens tomorrow night is largely felt by a House bill passed by the Democrats, House Bill twenty six eighty one, passed in twenty twenty one. which basically allows inactive voters, dead people, others, including people who've moved out of state, to be on the active voter rolls from 10 years on to no expiration, whatever. It required the re, now listen to this folks. It, would re it required the re-registering of 525,000 918 inactive voters, putting them back on the active voter rolls. What? Yeah. It did. It required county clerks to mail out voter notification to inactive voters with current addresses. Between 60 and 70 days of both the 2022 primary and the 2022 general election. Now get this. Out of 525,000 inactive voters that this bill said had to be back on the active voter rolls, only 17,000 of them had valid addresses. 
Let me say that again. Only 17,000 of them. It only requires that the voter give their name, their resident address, date of birth, and signature to register to vote. It doesn't require any identification. And it also doesn't require an actual physical address to establish a residency. Get this, the voter only needs to think of Oregon as their home and that they intend to return here someday and any landmark can be a person's address to register, you know, like a vacant lot. No proof or any type of documentation is required. It's gonna perpetuate inaccurate addresses for people whom we cannot verify as actual real people. Pretty stunning, isn't it? Not really. Now, why does this matter? Well, it matters on what's gonna happen tomorrow night. And by the way, thanks to uh, a state employee who shall never be named about a Democrat's Fox story about a Democrat poll worker who was ejected for pre-selecting a straight Democrat ticket on a voting machine and calling Republicans racist. It's in Indiana. And that gets me to Ron the Sanctimonious. I'm going to get to that on the other side of this break. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow night? Hmm? I'm just curious. What's it got to be? What are you praying will happen tomorrow? Hey, I am. That'll be the latter part of the show. It's 620 back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. I'm going to read for you in just a moment this um, text message from Dr. David Clements, Professor David Clements, I should say. New Mexico was here at the gathering of the Eagles a couple of years ago about Ron DeSanctimonious and actually I did not know this and some of you might be surprised to learn this also we'll see at any rate 503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff kslm dot news what are your predictions seriously about how the elections are going to turn out tomorrow night Christy writes me an email says I accidentally marked no on Lynn County 22-200 this is the measure here in Lynn County that prohibits magic mushroom shops around this county what and i believe i should have voted yes yes you should have voted yes 
way the language is written. What do I need to do to change that vote? Call the county clerk's office. Tell them you made a mistake. And then go down there and ask for a new ballot. Or ask them how you fix the mistake. Okay? Can you white it out and mark it correctly? What can you do? You call the county clerk's office. That's what you do to fix it. Because I'm going to tell you, every county is going to be different, folks. All right? How to do it. Um, by the way, I want to remind you, tomorrow night is our special three-hour election night broadcast starting at 7 p.m. If you are not observing, and I hope many of you are, observing the elections process, the counting process, the signature verification process, observing and watching the ballot boxes, the drop boxes, observing the headquarters. If you're not, come and join us down at the Salem Convention Center. That's the other half of the Grand Hotel there between Liberty and Commercial Street in Salem. You hear the ads on this station. We're going to be broadcasting live from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. We'd love to meet many of you. Come on down. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. Come on down and celebrate what is likely to be, yes, a big red wave. And it's a good thing, folks. It's a good thing. We want to thank our friends at Michael Angelo Painting. Thank you so much for help make this broadcast possible. Covered Bridge Cafe out in Staten, my good friends out there. Thank you for helping make this special broadcast down at the Salem Convention Center tomorrow night possible. And finally, to Accurate Precious Metals and Refinery there on Hawthorne Street. Thank you, guys. Um, Charles and your whole crew, thank you for making this possible. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you stepping up to help us pay for this special broadcast. Come celebrate freedom, truly, tomorrow night. Kim Thatcher, Kevin Mannix, Raquel Moore Green, TJ Sullivan, Dan Farrington, Tracy Kramer, and probably others are joining us. All those campaigns have come together to celebrate a great night that we're going to celebrate liberty and freedom. Ron DeSanctimonious. Everyone is talking. The left, the establishment, rhino right, and the so-called patriot right that is easily offended by mean tweets, but in theory loves everything Trump stands for except for the man himself. A major narrative will emerge. The left will promote DeSantis over Trump as a responsible alternative to Trump or criticizing DeSantis in a minor way to keep up appearances. This political theater will look like reasonable concessions from the left. The sheep will agree. The left prefers anyone over Trump. The rhino establishment and so-called patriot right will focus on division and blame Trump for the division. With a subtle push, DeSantis will be praised as a unifier who provides a Trump-like policy approach, but with the predictable polish that they love. My response? Listen to this. This is, again, from Dr. David Clements. Trump has not divided the country. 
He has merely brought to the surface the divisions that were already there and in the process awoke the American people before it was too late. The 2020 election was stolen. We the people were deprived of the legitimate commander in chief through a national coup carried out by the actions of the democratic Marxist and the emissions of the rhinos and the so-called patriots that loved their power more than the rule of law. And I'm going to add in there the deep state of the intelligence community. He continues, DeSantis falls into the category of omission. Now listen to this. DeSantis never spoke out about the stolen election, never addressed how every Floridian was deprived of their real president. DeSantis never speaks out about the January 6th prisoners rotting in a cell. DeSantis, DeSantis never fought for Trump. DeSantis has positioned himself to replace Trump. Is DeSantis the best governor in the United States? Arguably, yes. That's why he's an attractive office option. But wouldn't DeSantis have been an infinitely better governor if he would have fought for our president since November 3rd, 2020? Friends, stop merely looking at what people say and do. DeSantis says and does a lot of good things. Look at the silence of your leaders on the most important issues. DeSantis' silence on the stolen election and rigged election machine speaks volumes. Professor David Clements. Did you know that about DeSantis? I didn't. Makes you wonder a little bit, doesn't it? It's 6.30. Back in a moment with your phone calls. What is what are your predictions for tomorrow night? Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us here on Political Coffee. I'm taking your prognostications about what you think is going to happen tomorrow in Oregon with the elections all across the country. By the way, Christy, thanks for updating your email to me. She said, sorry, Jeff. I It says right on the privacy envelope to place an X uh, if you make a mistake voting on the wrong one and then fill in the right one. By the way, did you know that not everybody has a privacy envelope? You know that privacy sleeve? Not every county sends those out. So we have in Oregon this law that's the subject of this Northwest Observer story that's going to impact the elections tomorrow. It is ranked, according to Shamia Fagan, Oregon is ranked as the most accessible state for voting. Yeah, because they passed in 2021 the legislature, House Bill 2681, which took Half a million, half a million Oregon people, many of whom moved out of state, most of them moved out of state, and re-registered them, put them back on the active voter rolls. Oh, and by the way, did you see this story? I'm going to complete this thought, but listen to me. (laughs) Uh, And yes, you can register 
without a real residential address. Any landmark will do. Oh, and you also can put any name down you want to name. There's no proof that you are who you say you are. Did Folks, did you know that Mickey Mouse was actually registered as a voter in Oregon? There was somebody else who registered, I believe, sort of along the lines of, uh, this is not a real voter registration as their name. And they were registered in the state of Oregon. What a joke. Well, there's a story here um, about guy in Colorado, Democrat, who was arrested Thursday morning of tampering with a voting machine. Allegedly committed a voting crime when he inserted a USB thumb drive into a voting machine. Richard Patton of Pueblo. Now, why would you do that? He's a registered Democrat, by the way. Did I say that? I think I did. That's a Blaze Media story. Folks, what you might, this is, there's a whole host of ways that voting fraud with vote by mail and the machines is committed. One of the key things that they have to have, and, and I want to go back to this Antifa story. An Antifa person in Portland was bragging on Twitter over the weekend. Oh, and by the way, let me give you some advice. I'm going to finish this too, but this is too good for me not to share with you right now. Before you go to vote, go grocery shopping, then go gas up your car pay your bills, then look at your 401k and then go vote. (laughs) You know, what's amazing though is to watch these commercials on television, blaming all of that on Republicans. Well, excuse me, Republicans aren't in charge of anything, are they? Not in the Senate, not in the House of Representatives, in D.C. or the presidency, not in Oregon, not in the House, not in the Senate, and not in the governorship. Who's responsible for all of the high prices at the grocery store, at the pump, at everything else that is rising called inflation? And looking at how badly your 401k is getting hit, who's responsible for that? Republicans? They're not in charge. How can that be? Mm. So, anyway, House Bill 2681 that allows all of these dead people and people who've moved out of state to remain on the voter rolls forever. Guess who voted for that? Almost every Republican in the House including Christine Drazen. Did you guys get that? Let me just say that again. 
the actual and you can see this and I'm going to have it on the sh on the show. I'll put it on the show plan. The actual vote count I'm looking at the state's website. Every Republican voted for it in the House except two. Bill Post, good for you Bill, and Werner Reschke. Good for you. It's called the Una Party, folks. And by the way, Mike Nierman was excused from that vote. So was Christine Wallen. Kim Wallen, rather. You want to know why we have a screwed up state? Is because you've got the Una Party. Because you've got the Ron DeSantis's that refuse to acknowledge an election was stolen and that there are all kinds of problems. But you don't want to be politically incorrect and you don't want to hurt your chances of getting elected. Shame on every House Republican who voted for this bill. It's bad news. Oh. And on the Senate side, You know who voted against it on the Senate side? Betsy Johnson. I'm just saying, folks. You should know that. Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. I am taking your predictions about what you think is going to happen tomorrow in the elections in Oregon and across the country. Gary, let's go. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Oh, Beebs. Yeah, I tried to stay up to watch a thing, but that blackout uh, got me, and I had to go to bed. So sounds so like they I. both tried to lose, but only <laughs> one did. I'll tell you, they screwed up so badly. The Beavers, they deserve to lose that game for twice, making the decision in the red zone to go for it on fourth when they could have kicked field goals, and they lost by a field goal. Just. I don't understand coaches who think they're just geniuses and 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 take points off the board. It just makes no sense, but they do it over and over and over, and you just go, what are you trying to be, some big hero? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I think Christine's going to pull it out. We, I think we are going to have a Republican uh uh, uh, governor, uh, and you, I know that you don't like her, but, uh, she is MAGA according to Tiny Kotek. <laughs> yeah, according to, to Tiny Kotek, she is. The reality is she's far from MAGA. She despises Donald Trump. Oh, I, I know. She's, she's, uh, she's a rhino, but, oh, I know. <laughs> uh, it beats the alternative. Well, the, and, and this is the point, Gary. Uh, and this is why uh, Betsy's fading this new poll. There's a story about that today in the Herald News. It's an Emerson College poll that has Tina up. Uh, well, the headline is that the race is tied exactly. That's the real clear politics average of polls. There's an Emerson College poll that is meant to be a suppression poll, shows that Tina's in the lead by five points over Drazen. I don't buy that. Uh, but it shows Betsy at only 9%. And, and that may be anywhere between 9 and 12%, I think, is is where Betsy is. The question is, will she suck away enough votes from the Democrats that Christine can actually win? 
All I can say is run, Betsy, run. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Good, yeah. Go Ducks. Right. Go Beavs. Uh, that's what Gary says. What do you say? What do you think is going to happen tomorrow night, folks? I think there is a red wave coming. I think it's happening in Oregon. I think it is bigger and stronger than it was in 2010. And I've told you why. 2010, we only had Obama as the reasons why we had a big, big red wave. In Oregon, you got Kate Brown as the most unpopular governor ever. Plus, you've got inflation. You've got CRT. You've got vaccination shutdowns. I go on and on and on. Homelessness. Crime out of control. I mean, it's so bad that the watchdog story has Tina Kotek once again going after Kate Brown. And then there's another, um, it's a Kate Brown attack ad. It's a story in the Oregon Watchdog. There's eight reasons, another headline here, eight reasons to vote for Amazon Drazen. (laughs) It's hard to argue with those reasons too, by the way. It's really hard to argue with them. It's a story in on the Oregon Catalyst. Um, you know, I mean, you got th- these are the cheerleaders for Drazen. I'm not, as you know that. But you know what? Let me just say this. Betsy will tell you in private conversation. She's okay with Drazen as governor, as long as it's not Tina. So that ought to be your motivation to fill in if you're on the fence. Fill in your ballot. Christine Drazen. I can't because I made a commitment personal and I always keep my word to Betsy to vote her and support her because I still believe she's the one that could clean up the mess. Rebecca, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the uh, break here. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is great to have you with us. I want to thank Freedom Heating and Air for being one of our great sponsors of this show. I, uh, You know, yesterday it was snowing here. Um, and it was pretty cold. So just want to remind you, if your heating system is not keeping up, you really ought to call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out and they'll fix it right away. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Julie writes an email, says, DeSantis and Rubio win. Zeldin wins in New York. Blake and Masters win in Arizona. Drazen loses by 0.4 of a point. Not a full point, but by 0.4. Washington County and Multnomah Democrats win. The other districts go Republican. Smiley pulls it out in Washington. 2024 DeSantis Lake ticket. Ooh, that's an interesting. So you're thinking that Either Trump doesn't run, Julie, or he loses in the primary to DeSantis. Corby writes about the secrecy envelope, says Polk County doesn't use secrecy envelopes, 
But to get around it, it says that the main envelope is developed to be the secrecy envelope. Just for your information, he says, but it looks like the old envelope. Yeah, that's the reason they got all those uh, barcodes and those... Um, um, not UPC codes, but the, um, oh, geez. I'll think of it in a second. Anyway, <laughs> that blotch that doesn't match either. There you go. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Last segment for today, taking your predictions on the elections tomorrow. Rebecca, you're up. Thanks for hanging on through the break. The thing I'm trying to... Um, decide is when I go take my ballot to the election office and ask them if anybody has voted on my name yet before I fill it out at the election office is which hat should I be wearing (laughs) I've been wearing keep America great again keep America great But I just recently purchased, um, there's a lady here in Salem who makes wonderful hats, by the way. And I'll, I'll send you a tech, I'll, I'll send you an email with her information so that you can advertise her if you want to. Okay. But I just recently purchased from her two hats. One of them says, make America great again. And the other one says, Take America back. And I'm trying to decide which hat to wear into the election office. <laughs> Do you, can you offer me any advice? <laughs> um, I, I would wear the Make America Great Again hat uh, just because Take America Back, the left is saying that also even though you wouldn't think, because they're running everything. It's like these commercials that the Democrat National Party's running, blaming everything ill, homelessness, crime, inflation on Republicans. Republicans aren't in charge. They're, you know, the stupidity of some of the people who actually work at the elections office. I'm sorry, folks. There are some bright people there, but there are some really dumb people there that are very partisan. They might think that, well, take America back might be... They might be nice to you, Rebecca, because they think you're one of them. There'll be absolutely okay, thank no question. you for your advice. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, right. they've, been you, hating, they've been hating Republicans ever since the Civil War because we are the, according to what they made in the Declaration of Causes, they wrote, the, the Democrats wrote, that Republicans do not respect our right to own slaves. And I agree. And I still, to this day, do not respect the right of Democrats to own slaves. And that's why I'm going to go vote the way I'm going to vote. I'm glad you are. And thank you, Rebecca. (laughs) That's a great line. How true. Thank you, Rebecca. Friends, here's what I'm going to do. I have to be in Albany, which is the Lynn County County seat. I live down here on the farm, as you know now. And I am uh, going to be going to the courthouse and voting actually this afternoon. Uh, because Just because it's a matter of convenience, I'm not going to be in uh, Albany tomorrow. So I'm doing it today. Okay? 
I urge you to either vote later today or tomorrow. But if, you, if you're going to vote tomorrow, do it earlier in the day. You don't want Democrats trying to create traffic jams and who knows what else. Your vote does matter and it does count. Here's my prediction. The Republican wave is stronger in Oregon than what we think, than what the polls are showing us. I think Kim Thatcher pulls it out by a very narrow margin if the election is not stolen from her. This is why it's so important that Oregon people's vote and others are out there doing what they're doing. I think that Christine Drazen barely pulls it out by only a fraction. I think they're going to try to steal it from her if the left doesn't steal that. With what this Antifa guy was doing in his Twitter post yesterday, saying that he was he was putting in multiple ballots, he was putting in two ballots every day around the Portland area. And he was stealing them in the mail. That's what he said. Now, how's that possible? How can you do that unless you're a postal employee? Hmm? Just curious. This is why you don't put them in the mail, folks. That's why you don't put them in ballot drop boxes. Now, maybe he got them in ballot drop boxes. Who knows? Bottom line is this, folks. I believe we pick up at least two congressional seats, maybe three. Alex Scalartos being the one that is the real swing in my vine. I think Lori Chavez de Reamer wins here in the fifth. Mike Erickson wins in the sixth. I think we pick up four to five seats in the House in Oregon and at least two seats in the Senate. That's what I think happens. Unfortunately, I predict that Measure 114 will pass. I predict that maybe 111 fails. I mean, when you got John Kitzhaber coming out against it, I predict that Measure 112 will pass. I predict Measure 113 will fail. I hope it doesn't. I, I, I hope it, it doesn't pass. This is the one that I think is unconstitutional. Anyway, folks, thanks for joining us today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will be too. And I do recommend spent a little time in prayer today. The election will turn out the right way. Part one. Mark. Be blessed.